reunited on the outskirts of Threshold. Not yet inside the city proper, but just outside one of its main gates. Everyone has convened outside the Copper Anvil Tavern. It is notable to say that Luca, Reese, and Ifran are traveling with a magister. So Saren is visibly kind of like, what's going on here? Oh, Saren, baby, how's it shaking? <laughs> As you say, like in a muffled tin canny voice. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Isn't the back of this helm crushed by a greatsword? No, it's dented. A little okay. dent. Saren stands, his hand kind of on his belt near his dagger, looking between the four of you that have just approached. And he's like, why are you with a magister? And I don't he, understand. Lyrian turns to Saren. Saren, obviously that is Mick. Who else speaks like that? <laughs> You're right, I guess. Sorry, I just... I'm not as used to you all as... I, I guess you are all to e- each other yet. Mick, I'm sorry. No offense. No offense taken at all. Well, it would be expedient for us to enter the city. There are a few ways we could do that. One would include dropping the Magister's outfit, as that may make things actually harder. On my end, of course. The other would be using the Magister outfit, and I sit by the sidelines, which I am not a fan of. And then, um, a while back, I think, Val, did you not mention something about using intent to get inside? I I don't know if that would be the best option at, at this point. I don't think that it is any longer. We could also, I mean... A lot has happened in the last few hours. We could just call it. It may not be a bad idea to get some rest. While we are doing this, you can inform us of how you intend to get us into the city. I'll just talk to the guards, that's all. And Reese kind of is looking at the traffic passing down the road, which I'm assuming is at a higher level now than it is at night. Yeah, yeah, there'd be more foot traffic in the day. So kind of drawing attention to this. And the only thing that I would say for us going sooner rather than later is it could be to our benefit to try to get into the city amid the hustle and bustle rather than waiting till night or morning when it will be less. I think that is a good plan, Reese. I merely suggested waiting for Val. He seems to be out of sorts. If you're okay with that, Val, we can move ahead. Uh, the city is a death trap for me either way. Now, Saren, here's a question. Where will we be staying once we make it into the city, or what are we to expect? Well, once we're in, I I think things should actually get a bit easier. Without the city walls, we're we're exposed. The Magister's kind of a free reign, and and within the different boroughs and districts and such, they're, they're somewhat governed by noble families or, gods forbid, crime families. We wouldn't want to get into one of those districts but it would be hard off the bat to make our way into one of the more affluent ones. Perhaps, though, we can just start in the middle, probably find a good market square or whatnot where we can find room and board. I think that is a good place to start. I could get us into an affluent square, I think, eventually. Yes. Yes, I believe you can. You're, you're, you're quite right. I'd completely forgotten. However, right now you don't really look like a Valentine, was it? I don't know, but if... The magisters have less control inside the cities and outside of it. Perhaps it will not be as bad to use in tent. It's worth a shot. Then everyone for going inside the city immediately. Aye. 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 And as for me, um, I am going to remove my robes and we'll use them whilst in the city. Very well. I would advise that, yes. Maybe just skirt down a little alley or something. 
change? Yes, I, I have my own privacy, yes. Give me a second. You are drawing quite a bit of attention. While this is happening, while Mick's going away, Lyrian turns to Ifran. Ifran, whatever happened to Masi? He was with you when we uh, got separated. Yes, I suppose I should explain. Masi is very much not what he says he is. Definitely not the Merrick. I tried to outrun him, but even as quick as I am, he managed to keep up. So I was only able to evade them by placing myself in the loving care of the Magisters. And that is why you saw me tied up in a chair in the public house. Yes, I was quite curious how you ended up there. It was by my own volition, I assure you. Mick, are you ready yet? I am indeed, and I've dressed back into the dress, and I am Francesca again. Okay. Saren kind of looks at the the lot of you and is like, Well, um, now is as good a time as any then. Shall, shall we uh, make our way inside? Yes, time is of the essence. Right, right, right. C- come then, follow me, please, please. And as Saren leads your group up to the gate, the wall is around 300 feet high and probably half as thick. And so this gate is just enormous. And there are only a pair of guards, however, that are sort of policing this little line, this queue that's working its way in. And as you come to the back of it and then slowly work your way to the front, one of the guards approaches and he's like, All right, then. How many? And Saren says to him, Well, there's there's myself. My name is Saren Grey Eyes. And these six individuals are also with me. We are traveling inside for, for business. And the guard kind of looks back. He's like, One, two, three, four, five, six. All right, you're telling the truth. There's six of you. And what business exactly would you have in this city? And Saren's like, we are visiting old family friends of ours. Oh, you're all related then. And at this point, Saren is starting to sweat profusely as he can't tell a lie to save his life. (laughs) (laughs) And he goes, yes, we are. All of us. Um, We are related through our faith. Brothers and sisters. (laughs) Oh, I see then. You are your errands for the church then or what then who are you with we are followers of Sarah and are about his business we are friends of the church uh, roll deception please Saren's going to roll deception as well and rolls a beautiful number I rolled 11 okay so he kind of looks at you the guard is like oh yeah that makes sense that makes sense and Saren steps forward He's like, yes, we are from the Church of the Ten Truths, and we are here to attend the celebration. And the guard's like, oh, there ain't a celebration going on there. What's going on here? And the guard turns to the other guard, who's kind of dealing with the second queue, and he's like, hey, Maris, come here. And Maris hobbles over. The two of them kind of confide in each other, like kind of turn their backs to you and talk, and then... The one he, who is dressed as Maris runs off, and then this guard turns back to him and he's like, I'll have to submit you to some further questioning if you wouldn't mind. Okay, at this point, Val would like to step up and kind of, like, put a hand on Saren's shoulder and tap the, the finger that has the signet ring, the human signet ring on it, and say, I think it would be in your best interest not to stop us. Oh, 
Milor, I didn't realize you associated yourself with this this crowd. I <clears throat> excuse me. He gives a very awkward deep bow that is too long. And like right before you can tell him to stand up, he stands up. <laughs> and a real he's, charmer. Yeah. He's like, could I have your name, please, my lord? It's Valentine Eventide. Valentine Eventide, okay. Will, will the captain's on his way. He'll check the papers and make sure that you're allowed entry. And we should get you in without any any further hustle and bustle. I apologize. No, I should hope so. Speak of, the, speak of Vale himself. Here he is. And this captain, who is flanked by four more town watchmen, approaches with the guard addressed as Maris. And he comes up and he looks at the seven of you and he says, right then, who speaks for you? Val will step forward and just hand him his scroll of pedigree. And he takes it and he opens it and looks at it a little bit. How in-depth is this? I would think that it would be in-depth and genuine in the sense of Val has been adopted by Ketisandra. So, so it it's, shows that you're it's, adopted. Yeah, it's like okay. her lineage. Mm, gotcha. Yeah. It's like, oh, interesting. You then, you're Talek or Felish? Both. Interesting. You look neither. And he slaps the scroll shut and hands it back to you. And he's like, I hope you wouldn't mind, my lord, but I command the city watch in this sector. And there is a... Be on the lookout currently for a band of suspicious individuals. My name is Captain Lake. If you'd like to follow me, please, I can get you to our local guard station. We can have you processed very quickly and you can be on your way inside Threshold. But you must understand we are taking extra precautions this afternoon. I understand. And if I said we're in a hurry, does that mean anything to you? If you said you were in a hurry, it wouldn't actually matter much to me. In fact, it would. And then he kind of like twinges just a little bit. And he's like, but this one time, I might make an exception. And his arm kind of raises a little strangely. And he's like, why don't you just step inside? Well, thank you very much. Can I arcana check this? This is spooky. I don't like it. Yeah. Um, Saren is like, thank you. Thank you, Captain Lake. And he just pushes past you and starts ushering the others. Okay. As you're standing there. Here we go. Don't fail me now. 17. You see the faintest glint of something in light as if spider silk catching the sun. No, we'll we'll go to be processed. That's not a problem. No, please. Make your way inside the city. I insist. I think at least Luca followed Saren. Lyrian, as this conversation was going on, he kind of positioned himself to be more kind of look like a bodyguard. And then uh, he kind of addresses the guard and says, My lord wishes to be processed. You are granted free passage within the city of Threshold. Please make your way inside. Do not bother coming to the guard station at the slightest. And uh, the one guard who addressed you initially kind of has this look on his face. And he's like, hey, Captain Lake, are you, are you all right, names? This is a kind of not protocol. And he looks toward the guard and he's like, do not lecture me, private. And he puts his hand down. About protocol. These folk are cleared. Val will look at Lyrian and do kind of like a little like puppeteering thing with his hand, very slightly. Does Efron notice this? Were you looking? Yeah. Well, Efron's been paying attention to the whole thing. Roll like... perception for me. Oh, okay, both these dice are pretty bad. But... <laughs> I'll send you one of mine, man. It's fine. I got a four. Okay. You do not notice anything. 
I mean, but you notice I see... that he's acting strangely, okay, but you okay. don't notice. I don't see Val's little. You may have seen Val's little hand movement, but you don't have anything to connect it to. And yeah. by this time, Val, you actually like you've kind of lost sight if there was something there. Okay. And so Mick also was looking. Do you, do I notice anything? Okay. You've got a roll. Uh, oh yeah. That is 24. You too noticed the glint off of an ethereal string, but only for a second. Okay, got you. I kind of whispered to Ifran, which I'm assuming is kind of either next to me or in front of me. Yeah. We're all kind of huddled together. Except Reese and Luca, who have gone forward with Saren. Yeah. Okay, so very discreetly, I try to say to Ifran, Ifran, there's something strange about that fellow. Yes, I noticed he was moving strangely, but I do not know why. I, I thought I saw something similar to what we saw at Count Algier's estate. What do you mean? We saw many things. Spiderweb, spiderweb. As this is going on, Lyrian addresses the guard. Well, Captain, no offense. I think we will follow your private here and do the things the proper way. So the, the private, he has the strange look on his face, like I said. And he, he looks at the captain and he's like, Captain, are you quite sure about this? Not processing them? I mean, if they... And then he twinges for a second. And then they both look at each other in unison. And then they look back at Val and Lear and they're like, Processing. Yes, that would be best. Please, follow me. And the captain turns on his heel. And him and these four guards who start to round up Luca, Saren, and Reese. And Saren's like, no, no, he said we could go in. He said, bugger, fine start pushing you along behind following this captain toward a nearby little guard station which is at the foot of a tower they lead all of us yes okay now that uh there are six guards and the guard captain i actually try to get to a place where i'm by reese reese there's something strange going on val noticed some something wrong with the guard captain and the fact that they were disagreeing and then suddenly agreeing is quite concerning to me i I think it might be best if we somehow evaded the situation. <laughs> I thought we were evading the situation. I thought we were going into the city. Now we're going back to the guard station. I don't know what's going on. The guard captain, Captain Lake, who is strolling beside Val, says, Valentine Eventide, yes? Yeah. And you notice his voice has kind of changed as well. And he says, Welcome to Threshold. It is a wonderful city. We're happy to have you in our city. Does Mick recognize that voice? Is it anything? Or it's just like a distinct change. It's not anybody in particular. No, it's just, okay. it's just cool. not how he was speaking before. Oh, I okay. hate this. I hate this. <laughs> I hate it. Ooh. Okay. okay. Just as a quick side note, Efron has not put the pieces together. And so he is very tense. And he is being very vigilant. And he's, and he's just kind of like watching everything that he can. Okay. So the guard station, which is about 50 by 75 feet, one story, simple wooden tables with stools. There is a sort of wash station, some bunks, racks of armor and weapons and such that are mostly empty. Captain Lake leads you inside and motions for you to take a seat at the nearest bench. Val sits. Saren sits. Lyrian stands behind Val and bought a Bodyguardial manner. <laughs> Bodyguardial manner. Uh, Fran also sits. Reese sits kind of with his hands to his face, just trying to lay low. It's like this big hunking guy in plate armor trying to hide. 
Yep, Nick sits as well to where he gestured. Captain Lake turns to Maris and the unidentified guard who you'd first spoken to, and he says, you two are excused, thank you. And Maris leaves, and then this one guard kind of looks at you. You can see, like, a glint of worry in his eyes. His face is a bit sweaty, too. He's fidgeting with his hands. He's like, whatever you say, Cap- Captain Lake. And he turns and he exits the guard station, leaving you, the captain, and the four guards who were with him. One of the guards goes over after this gate guard leaves and puts a large bolt across the door. Ooh, of course he does. And then he kind of turns just like on one foot. Like he just spins as if pulled along, not of his own effort or accord, it would seem. And then Captain Lake goes over to the wash basin, pumps some water into it, and then splashes it on his face, and then just wrings out his hands a bit, massages his face, and when he turns back to look at the six of you, he is a completely different person. Like, his face is different. It's wet. (laughs) (laughs) So much has changed! (laughs) thing we've been doing disguises oh my the gosh way. <laughs> do they have glasses i can be superman reese you've seen this face before but last time you saw it you were in the woods and it was on a man who looked to have something of a sort of swashbuckling appearance and this man eventually got a spear-sized hole in him did he not he did that's yeah. correct but he shrugged it off like a champ That's also correct. And he says, ah, beautiful. I did not think I would see you all so soon again. Who are you? (laughs) Who exactly I am is irrelevant of right now, but I have a little warning for you and your little friends that you seem to have picked up. Looking at Val, Saren, and Efron. He comes up to the bench and he kneels down in front of Efron and he looks up into your eyes and he says, Do you know exactly what you've gotten yourself into here, Emer? I believe I may have some idea as to the severity of our situation. I believe you may, and if you don't, you soon will. And then he goes over to Val and where was Lyrian situated? Like behind Val or? Yes. Okay. And he... He stands and goes over to Val, and he looks down at you, and he says, Your kind is not one that I get to interact with all that often. The Elverettes tend to keep to themselves, if I'm not mistaken. You're not. You, however, are a different story altogether. One who is quite unlike the rest of your kind. And what of it? Nothing. Just noting the peculiar. And finally he looks at Saren, and he says, and the son of the Grey Eyes estate. How far you've fallen from your northern home. Tell me, do you still see your sister at night? And that girl, what was her name? Was it Lou? And as he starts to say this name, Saren actually stands. And in something that is quite uncharacteristic of him, he punches this man in the face. <laughs> and he says, don't you dare say her name. And this man actually, like, reels backward and then recovers. And as he looks up, you see that Saren's blow to him has kind of distorted his face a little. 
and the man just kind of like takes it and shapes it back to how it should be. And he looks at Sarah and he's like, you have fire yet in you, boy, but I fear it will not be enough. Tell me. And he looks at Reese. In our last meeting, do you remember anything that I told you? I've tried to forget it entirely. Quite successfully, I might add. <laughs> I don't know if that's Brett speaking or Reese speaking. I, why not both? <laughs> uh, but after saying that, Reese says, But I do remember you offering some sort of warning, although it clearly wasn't very effective. No, I wouldn't say that you heeded it very well at all. Now, if you wouldn't mind, I require one of you to come with me to meet your old friend. Not one of you three, of course, and he points to Valserin and Efron. But the others, your blood is necessary. Luca immediately steps forward and says, take me then. Luca, I do not think this is wise. If you will take me to Vamak, I must go with him. I made a promise to him. He also said your blood is necessary. I I do not think doing anything this man says is wise. Do you have I a do way not to know stop who him? he is, but I have some ideas though who his master is. Do you have a way to stop him? Do you have a way to get us from this room? From what I understand, I doubt that we have much way to resist what he wants. He will either take one of us, or one of us will volunteer, and if I can bring myself closer to the mock, I am that much closer to keeping my promise to him. That is all that I have. But Luca, please think about this rationale. He has come to us to offer us a warning. We have probably disrupted one of the Vero's plans, but if he had all power, he would simply kill us. Yet he has not. He comes warning us of worse things to come. I do not think that he would be able to take all of us. He only needs one of us. Very well. I cannot tell you what to do, but do not trust him. Why do you need our blood? That right now is none of your concern. I think it very well is my concern. You want to take one of us. Please, please, quiet down. And you see from the ceiling this like little... And across Lyrian's lips, you see this silky thread, like just... And sew your mouth shut. That probably hurt. <laughs> it did. You take two points of damage. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. Your lips I'm, are bleeding. I'm down to 96. <laughs> oh, Darn no. it. The man looks at Luca and he says, if you are serious about this, and he opens his palm and a little bluish greenish flame appears and it slowly traces the same symbol of the mark that had been upon you for quite a long time. If you wish to wear it once more, then... Oh, man! Oh, my gosh! (laughs) Oh, oh, oh! Uh, Luca he, he takes a step forward and he goes and you will take me to Vamak you will see your friend again will I free him you ask too many questions mortal I think that is your answer Luca don't go I know it is not my place to counsel you you do not know me but this is not a good idea Reese at this point stands up last time we met I drew your blood. I think it's time we do that again. And he draws his sword. As he draws his sword, Luca sees about what's what's about to go down. And he just saw what happened to Lyrian. 
I will take the mark. Put your sword away, Reese. We cannot fight him. Lyrian immediately steps in front of Luca. <laughs> he, Luca, tries to dodge out of the way, approaching the man to take the mark. Okay. As you do this, the three of you moving respectively, there is a large boom in the direction of the door, and the door just, like, flattens against the ground. And this man who had been offering his hand to Luca kind of withdraws it and, startled, looks toward the door. And the other guards are turned toward the door as well and then clumsily draw their weapons, their arms a bit, like, noodly at their sides. As the dust settles, you see the one and only hair still oily, slicked back and black, hollow eyes staring at you, devilish grin upon his face, falchion outstretched, Magister Morden. Luca turns to the other guy whose name he doesn't know, the swashbuckling man. Davy Jones. Davy Jones. <laughs> Dave, sorry. Luca turns to Davy Jones. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Luca turns to Davy Jones and he says, if you save them from this, I will go with you. I save no one. Luca, I cannot express how much of a bad idea that is. Do not go with this man. I will not as long as you are all in danger. Good. Wait. Then that's the moment <laughs> if you would please stick around. <laughs> <laughs> he takes one hand and puts it on Luca's right shoulder and with his other hand he lights the little mark in his palm once more. As soon as he touches him, Reese attempts to cut off his arm. And Reese got a 21 attack. Okay, no. that misses. Oh, crap. Like his arm just like disappears right there when the sword goes oh, through and then reappears. Bad, eh? Yeah. That's basically what happens actually. Oh, like no. the, the portion of the arm that your sword would have gone through it just, like, washes away as if you'd put a brush through, like, a stroke of wet paint, and then it just coalesces back into the arm. And I'm assuming Reese didn't feel any, like... No resistance, no. Just a ton from the floor after the sword hit it. Yeah. Got that really bad vibrating thing in your arms where they kind of hurt. Right, so he's he's kind of, like, taken back a little bit just by the unexpectedness of it all. Well, and these guards, too, that were with uh, Captain Lake, they're noodly forms are also pushing back against Reese and Lyrian. They're not swinging their weapons. They're literally just like bumping into you and trying to push you backwards. As if someone was taking them and moving them into you repeatedly. It's very strange. Is Morden acting of his own volition in this though? He seems to be, yes. And he takes a few steps into the room and his face is just like pure joy. He's crazy. Yeah, I don't care for him much. And he he looks at the man and the guards and Luca and then Lyrian and Reese just behind them and then Mick, Efron and Val and Sarens at the bench and he's just like, what joy is this? And he just waves his hand in a few patterns in front of him, his free hand, and he says, reveal all. And at that point, the strings holding these guards aloft are crystal clear to see. And you see that there are ones attached to this strange man that is offering Luca the hand as well. And then these guards tried to push Reese and Lyrian away. Are Val, Mick, or Ifron doing anything? Are you kind of just like, there's something happening and I'm going to be a part of it. <laughs> <laughs> That's, I think Val's going to wait for Morden to act before Val does anything. Well, 
Efron puts on his karate gi and... (laughs) 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 No, he just goes into a a, a type of fighting stance and is waiting for someone to make the first move. The beggar clothes are actually tear away. (laughs) (laughs) Let's fight! (laughs) So... Underneath he has his gi. And also Mick, just in case, is also kind of doing what Val is doing. Just taking processing more information. Alright. Perfect. The man, after the guards have pushed Lyrian and Reese back a step, with the lit mark back in his hand, he pushes it into Luca's forehead, and he pulls you closer, like, whether you were going to accept this at this point or not. And at the same instant, Morden leaps forward and rolls toward him and as he comes out of the roll he slashes upwards at the man in front of Luca above him though and you see his falchion slash through these strings and then the man who was formerly Captain Lake suddenly is Captain Lake once more and his eyes roll back in his head and he falls limp as sort of the, just the color drains from his face and he falls onto the ground Luca, if you would kindly do a wisdom saving throw for me. (laughs) That's going to be bad. Go for it. Fifteen. All right. You take 75,000 damage. (laughs) Even if it's 75, I will instantly go unconscious. (laughs) (laughs) You will take 45 damage. All right, that's a lethal wound. As this mark is placed upon your forehead. Love that, yeah. In this, and for all intents and purposes here, this does not inflict a wound on you. Cool, cool. It's just, just pure damage onto your being. And you are also knocked prone. That sucks. The strung up guards then start flailing wildly with their swords drawn. Um, Val will shape water out of his water skin, freeze it, and then attempt to slice through above their heads like he saw Morden do. Okay. Does that require an attack roll? I don't know. It's a it's a it's a cantrip. I'm just freezing yeah. some water, so I don't have any weapons. <laughs> I'm going. Yeah, roll roll with your spellcasting modifier. Okay. For attack. That was pretty good. Uh, twenty four. No, twenty. Nah, I can't math. Twenty. Twenty six. You are able to slice through some of those strings and one of the four guards blanches and then falls to the ground in a heap. I'm allowing everyone to have an action before the guards are going to officially go into initiative order, so... Well, Val took his. Val did his. Morden did his. Luca is right unable. Now, does it yeah. just look like anything can cut these strings? I mean, maybe not your fists of fury. No, 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 but... <laughs> not my fists of fury. But, like, maybe the swords that the guards have. Yes. Maybe okay, a okay. sharp rock that he what picked kind of up s- off the ground. Oh, yeah, you remember that? Have, no, I forgot about that. Huh? What kind of strength do you have? Uh, not great. My strength is 10. Oh, I was going to throw you my halberd, but... No, I was going that to a say... a halberd this you're whole time? You're still carrying a <laughs> stupid halberd? Well, he took what? it from the party. Oh, yeah, that's oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> he just got it. Man, no, we should take a lot more I was just thinking party. Efron could do some, like, Scarlett Johansson, Black Widow type stuff. You know, do some some the jujitsu or whatever the heck she Are does. You, like, pooching out your butt and saying, like, <laughs> 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 Wow. <laughs> I see, from Okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> 
that's the backside of the big guy. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. After a frog is done pooching out his butt, um, (laughs) purse the lips. (laughs) (laughs) You broke me, I'm broken. (laughs) Okay, 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 okay. Fran just goes to try to uh, disarm one of the guards and use their weapon to cut the strings. As you reach toward the sword, the guard's hand is about as, you know, deft as a wet fish. And, you know, because they're also dry fish. (laughs) It's called the lung fish. For our viewers out there who aren't familiar, there's dry fish. (laughs) Dry fish. I think a limp fish is what I wanted to say. (laughs) As a wet fish. A a fish out of water. Or a wet noodle. (laughs) Yeah, I was mixing two metaphors. It's okay. It's canon now. It's just a fantasy thing. There's dry fish here. (laughs) No, no. A wet fish. That's another American saying. It's like those fish on the wall that sing. They're dry fish. Yeah. (laughs) It's now Billy Bass. You see one of these guards like, isn't it the fun guy in boats? <laughs> Might want to sing at all for no. Press it again. Press it again. But the head keeps moving. Okay. <laughs> Mama. Okay. Oh my gosh, what's happening? <laughs> Nothing good. You are able to get a sword from a guard. Okay, I just want to slice up the... <laughs> Okay. Slice at the strength. Just roll for attack. Strength, please. <laughs> Good heavens. Oh, golly. That's just... It's a straight 13. Straight 13. All right. You are unable to cut through these. Oh, I got the extra thick ones. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, from from his attack, did it look like it, it hit it physically, or did it... It did. It looked okay. like it kind of bounded That's... off of it. Okay. okay. I just wanted to make sure that it didn't pull a... It went through it... No, no, no. Because Lyrian wouldn't try to slice it then. Okay, yes. okay. Efron just goes back to pooching his butt. I was going to say, did, did he get a bonus to his attack for butt pooching? Get that lip gloss. Unfortunately not. <laughs> All right. All right, That's... who's still got an action? Val, Efron, and Luca are done. Yes. And Morden. Who's next? Lyrian, having his two short swords, goes for, I guess, the same strings that Efron tried to attack. Sure, go for it. Attack. Uh, 18. With what weapon are you using? Short sword. Right. That is able to cut. Sweet. Does it cut the remainder? Or? Loosened it up for you. Yeah, so <laughs> that guard, same thing happens. He seems to blink, conscious, and then just drained and falls down. Would I be able to, since technically it would only be one action, would I be able to use my extra attack? No. All right, who's next? <laughs> you or me? Uh, go ahead, Mick. Okay, I don't have much of an idea, but seeing all these fools go after these guys and they're... You guys aren't fool. I love you guys. Okay, anyways, all these streams, I do a triple backflip from the bench over them, and I slice over as I do that for one of the guys. All right, do acrobatics first, since you're doing yes. a triple backflip from a sitting position. <laughs> Finally! <laughs> DC of 86. Yes, yes. Oh my gosh! Was it great? Was a two? It was eleven. <laughs> Can you allow me to just do a round off or a cartwheel or something? <laughs> so as you leap into the air, you misjudge a little bit, and you actually collide into these strings and get tangled up in them, pulling yourself and the guard to the ground. That wasn't even a crit fail. <laughs> at which point, you hear a like a resounding snap, and the you suddenly feel that you're 
tethers are gone, and you look down at the guard, and he's just like, what? And then he falls unconscious. All right, there's one guard left with strings attached. Reese is going, and he's going to uh, go after the final guard who is strung up and slice after that guy's strings. He gets a 18. That hits. With your whole weight behind you, you swing your greatsword and just slash these strings into nothing, like these little twangs as they break and kind of slither up into nothing above you. And the guard falls down unconscious at your feet. Morden actually reaches down and he pulls Luca to his feet and he wipes a little at your forehead and the mark fades from its burning appearance to more of like a scar appearance and it still hurts. It's still a constant pain, but it's definitely lessened. And then he reaches over with his other hand and just wills the door back up that he knocked down and it locks back into place and the bar slides across it again. And he looks at the seven of you and he says... Well, this is quite more interesting than I could have ever imagined before. If you'll follow me, please, we have much to discuss. And he turns, and he goes toward the door, and he just uh, pushes it over again, and it falls outside now. It's a show-off. I say that like Val doesn't do the exact same thing. (laughs) I, I thought it was a nice touch. And he looks behind you, and he says, Come now. You're in the employee of the devil now. 